Are you a travel nurse or planning a long-term vacation? Finding housing can be one of the most stressful parts of your journey. But don't worry, Furnished Finder has you covered. With thousands of furnished properties across the U.S., from one-bedroom studios to three-bedroom family homes, you can find the perfect place to call home. Not only does Furnished Finder provide you with a wide range of options to choose from, but they also make sure that each property meets their high standards of cleanliness and safety. Travel with a peace of mind and find your home away from home with Furnished Finder. Visit Furnished Finder today to start your search. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Hey everyone, welcome to the Cup of Nurses podcast. I, Peter Fendera, will be your nurse for today. Thank you for your time. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure to visit cupofnurses.com for all of our updates show notes, and podcast episodes. We also have an amazing resource page filled with cheat sheets for nursing students, the travel nursing checklist, and the NCLEX study guide. Make sure to also visit couplenurses.shop for all of our latest merch, and make sure to check out our unit tees and jackets. Shout out to our sponsors, Liquid IV. I drink Liquid IV after every workout and after every sauna session. It keeps me hydrated, keeps my pee looking crystal clean. Make sure to use ConPod at checkout when buying your liquid IV to get a little bit of a discount. Also, a shout out to BetterHelp. It's never too late. It's never too early to get a therapy session in. Make sure to visit betterhelp.com slash cup of nurses or use discount code cup of nurses at checkout for a little bit of a discount on your first therapy session. On this episode, I would like to talk about the hidden benefits of the sauna and cold showers. So I've been doing the sauna and cold showers for the last, I want to say, six to eight years. I started doing the cold showers a little bit earlier on, you could say. I started doing intermittent, you could say cold showers on and off, starting like the eighth grade-ish. I want to say maybe going from eighth to freshman year. I started going to a community center when I used to live with my parents and that's kind of where I started to gain knowledge and different perspectives on the gym, working out, cold therapy and and hot therapy. I started out in a community center filled with old people, which makes which reminds me of a little bit of a, a funny background. So when I was growing up and I started going to high school freshman year, we always had swim class, right? And growing up growing up as a as a teenager, we were always a little bit self-conscious about how our body looks, about ourselves, or our body's changing, we're growing. So everyone always was a little bit on edge when it was time to go swimming because you had to change in the locker room. But I luckily had the opportunity to start my gym sessions and workouts in a community center filled with a bunch of old people. And for some reason, old people like to get naked in the locker room. They like to walk around naked. They got their junk swinging across like it's no big deal. So I, you could say I had the privilege or the misfortune to deal with that at an, at an early early age. So 
my, you could say, insecurities with my body were a little bit less than the typical teenager. I started working out going from eighth grade to freshman year. So I had the exposure of just old people walking around naked. And I was new to the whole gym, to the whole locker room at that age. I thought that was like a normal thing. So in the beginning, I was a little bit shy of, you know, getting undressed, all that kind of stuff. But a few months later, I was joining the, joining the boys as, as you could say, you know, you have a conversation when you're naked with all guy that's naked, you know, no one, no one really cares. As a teenager, you think it's like this crazy concept of, oh my God, I'm taking my shirt off. I'm taking off, off my pants. I'm going to be my, going to be my underwear. It's such a big deal. But after you grow a little bit, you realize it's really not big of a, not big of a deal. We all come in different shapes and sizes. It's not a big deal. We're all different. So there's really nothing to be to be scared of and plus when you're scared of it guess what everyone else is also scared of it so they're not, they're not even really paying attention to you they're too busy focused on on themselves i wish i would have known that going into high school as like a teenager because you only really know what you know so you're so focused on yourself you're so anxious you have this fear but guess what so is everybody else around you and if i would have known that i would have maybe been a little bit more maybe a little bit less timid you could say about things because when it comes down to it in high school, teenagers are really thinking about themselves. They're the ones that are embarrassed, not, they don't really care about anybody else. It's more of like a self thing. And you're thinking that all these people are looking at you, but they're really not. They're doing the same that you are overthinking your situation. So moving on to the hidden benefits of the sauna. I don't want to dive too deep in the overall benefits of the sauna because Dr. Rhonda Patrick and Andrew Huberman, they do a really good explanation of all these all these benefits they explain it better than i could have ever explained it because they are you could say a little higher and in, in education and they know the ins and outs they looked at the research they've done the research so they know a little bit a little bit more about the subject than than me and i'll be doing you a disservice if i was just talking about it and plus you could just go on google look up the benefits of the sauna and there you got a big list of benefits of the sauna so what i want to take this time to do is look at the hidden benefits of the sauna some of the benefits that that i have noticed that aren't really that much talked about one of the first ones it does touch back onto the whole physiological aspect of of the sauna first one i want to touch upon is it extends your workout this does touch into the more physiological aspect of the sauna because we know the sauna it's heat so it vasodilates your muscles more blo more blood flow to the peripheries are happening because your body has to distribute that that heat throughout the body, right? Versus when it's cold, your body is thinking more centrally where it's shunting more blood to your vital organs like your heart and your brain. So the heat, more vasodilation, we're thinking more blood to your, to your muscles. So how this prolongs your exercise is, for example, you had a really intense gym session or, or like a cardio day and your heart rate is up. So there's a time period from where your workout ends till you stop burning calories. When you stop that cardio workout, your body is still burning calories, even though you're not running anymore or you're not doing the stairs or you're not lifting, but your body is still in a higher metabolic rate, you could say. So the heart rate is still elevated. Your blood pressure is still elevated. So it's still definitely burning calories. Most people, what they do is they have a workout, they go home, they sit down, and they lose that, that the benefit of, of extra caloric burning you could say because they don't go to the sauna so what i always recommend and is what i always do is i always go to the sauna after my my workouts because when you enter a sauna just entering it first thing or right off the bat 
you are technically burning calories and there are a few helpful sauna calculators out there that you can put in your height, your weight, and what sauna you're using. And it's going to give you a rough estimate about how, how much calories you could burn in 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes time. So for example, for me, I weigh 165, I'm about 5'8". So when I input that information in the in like the sauna calorie calculator, it comes out that I burn about 130 calories, 150 depending on how I'm feeling that day or you know how long I'm staying in it. But roughly for half an hour, I'm burning about 130 calories. Now that's just me walking in like this, walking in fresh. But if I walk in after a workout, it takes my body longer to reach that homeostasis level or that or that baseline, right? So the, the curve is kind of prolonged in a sense and you're burning more calories than you would if you just entered your, your workout and went home. And you're burning more calories in a sauna than you would if you just randomly walked in there from your baseline. So that time in the sauna, you're prolonging your calorie burn, you're also getting the other benefits of the sauna, but in a little bit of a more boosted way. The second hidden benefit of the sauna is it increases stress tolerance. So think about what you're going to be going through in the sauna, or if you haven't experienced the sauna yet, I'll give you a little bit of an explanation of what happens in the sauna. So you have this idea, I'm gonna to go to the sauna for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and the first five minutes, it's not bad. You're sitting there, you're sweating, a little gross, but you get kind of used to it. It's not that big of a deal, not, not that hard. But once you get to a 10 minute, 15 minute mark, it kind of starts to suck, right? Your brain is telling you, hey, you can leave. You got to kind of stay hard in that sauna because your body is telling you, hey, your body and your mind is telling you, hey, you know, you could just stop discomfort and just leave. It's uncomfortable in there. It's hot. It's sweaty. You don't want to be there. And it does suck when you're in there. The first few minutes aren't bad, but when you stay there for 15, 20, 30 minutes, your mind is really telling you, it's like, hey, we got to get out. It's hot. It's uncomfortable. Let's get out. Let's get out of here. You've done 10 minutes. You don't got to do the the rest of the five or rest of the 10. Just leave. You did enough. And you got to constantly fight this battle within yourself with staying in there. So in a sense, when you put yourself through that little bit of misery, you're putting yourself through through stress. And if you could just stick with it and stay in there, you're going to have a little bit more resilience. For example, when you have a stressful day or somebody upsets you, your first response is always to act, right? You always want to say something or do something. Same thing in the sauna. When your body is telling you, hey, leave, this sucks, you want to leave, right? It's telling you leave. It wants you to act quickly. But in times of stress, the best thing you could do is just try to stay calm, try to relax, right? You don't want to always be action-oriented. Every action does not need a reaction. And if you could just hang in the sauna and stay there, it's almost like you're subconsciously telling your body, that doesn't have to re react to these stressors. You're telling, like, you're basically showing that who's in control. You're in control, not your mind and your thoughts, but the real you is in control. Not the, not your body's not in control. Someone's opinions are in control. You're the one that's in control. So subconsciously, why it's almost like you're training your 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 body and your mind to battle these negative thoughts or these thoughts of you could say weakness and this. Inside the sauna, stress translates very well into the outside the, the sauna world. Over time, if you keep doing it, you're going to build that threshold. And the longer you can last in, in, in a sauna, it's almost like the better you could deal with, sh with stress in the workplace or stress 
in your actual life. Just for some reason, there's a correlation. The threshold just gets lifted and you become less reactive to certain actions or issues. The third hidden benefit of saunas, it makes you more open-minded. So I'm a guy, it might be a little bit different from women because a lot of the females that I've spoken to, there's not a lot of conversation that goes on in the sauna or the locker room. But in a guy's sauna, in a guy's locker room, there's a lot of talking going on. So one of the benefits is, is that you get to talk to people while you're going through this, this struggle in, in a sense. And in the sauna, you see people of all different, different ages, different ethnicities, different races. And it's cool to get a different perspective on their lives, on what they do, why they do it, things like that. And also what I've noticed, it's very interesting because I used to train in San Diego and I met a handful of, of you could say, well, to me, to me, they're famous people. I met Dean Lister. I met Jocko Willick. I met Michael Lemire. Some of these, these are athletes. Jocko Willick is, is a, is a Marine that has his own podcast. If you haven't ever heard of him, I recommend you, re you reading their, or not there, but his books and checking out his, his podcast. So I got the luxury and benefit of talking to him and like I said Dean Lister and some people from UF the UFC or people that are into MMA and I've always spent some time with them in the sauna and I've noticed that that they offer a lot of information a lot of, a lot of knowledge so it's a good place to just be able to talk to somebody nothing really else you can do there but talk and sometimes it's a little bit easier to stick out that 30 20 minutes when you talk to somebody instead of just sitting there quietly and just battling your own, your own demons. Uh, but I also recommend you taking those sauna sessions to also focus more on yourself. Do a little, little bit of each, you know, take some time to just focus on yourself, sitting there for 15, 20 minutes, just by yourself with your thoughts, with your intentions. But then on the, on some other days also get in there and converse. It's always have, it's always good to have a nice balance between just you, but battle your demons. And then you also conversing with, with some people. What I've noticed is, that it's almost like being in that agony, in that, in that heat. It's almost like people have their guard a little bit lower or their shield dropped a little bit because sometimes you have like these intimate and interesting and vulnerable conversations and you learn about what people are going through in their lives. You're learning about their relationships, what their work life is, how their life is at home. For some reason, just you struggling and all your other guys around you or people around you are struggling just opens a room or opens the sauna for a little bit more vulnerability because it's almost like you guys could all relate in some kind of a in a sense sometimes it's hard to talk to people because you feel like you can't relate to them but for some reason being in the sauna and not going through that mental suck it's almost like you find something to all agree on and you're obviously all agreeing on being in a sauna and a health benefit so that is almost like a little bit easier to engage with everybody because you have some similarity. There's some almost like camaraderie in the sauna. And it's always cool to get to speak with people with different backgrounds, especially to older people or just people with that are different races, different ethnicities, because you might notice that you guys are all going through the same thing, but in a different way. So it's interesting how they view certain things and how you view certain things. So you all might maybe have the same idea of working hard is the way to the top, for example. And everyone has this idea of working hard to get to the top, but everyone has a subjective view of it. So their objective view is we all agree that working hard gets you to the top, but every individual has a different subjective 
view of that is what is their version of working hard? What is their version of this? What is their version of the top? So that's actually really cool because you can all agree on something, but you agree in a, in a different way. You got to the same conclusion, but in a different way. You also learn a lot from these people in the sense of relationships and making mistakes because you'll notice that some people might be in the same shoes as you, but their approach to certain things is a little bit different or that some of the problems or struggles you've had these last couple of years are the same struggles that some people are having currently. And it's almost like you can offer a device so they don't make the same mistakes. And the older people or the older guys, they offer different advice so you don't make future mistakes. So it's almost like a interesting mix of collaboration because people have been through the same certain situations. Some people have had a negative association with that. Some people had a positive association with that. So breakups, right? You say we've all been through break breakups. You get different perspectives about breakups because some people might have went through the same breakup, but some might have gained power from that breakup while others maybe slid into depression. And you kind of figure out what you should do, what you shouldn't do, and aspects like those of where you can maybe not fuck up or you could also help somebody realize, hey, if you, you do this, it's going to be bad because you're going to fuck up because that's what I did and I fucked up. So don't do that. So those are three main hidden benefits that I believe sauna brings. It extends your workout. It makes you more open-minded and it makes you more resilient to stress. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Now, on the topic of cold showers, you may have heard people talk about the benefits of ice bath and cold therapy. So cold showers are a little bit different than ice, ice baths because obviously your cold water, it depends on the temperature of the groundwater, right? You're not bathing in ice. You're, only, you're limited to the coldness that comes out of your, your plumbing system, your pipes, right? So if you live in a more warmer state, water might be a little bit warmer. It's never going to be ice cold. So the benefits are a little bit different than what you might expect from, from an ice bath. But the idea is still the same. Just because you can get those maximized benefits of the ice bath doesn't mean that there isn't any benefits of a cold shower. So the main idea of cold showers is the vasoconstriction and the shunting of blood to your vital organs, like your heart and, and your brain. And I've been doing cold showers probably since, I'm going to say, High school as, as well, on and off. When I used to live in San Diego, I had ice baths basically every day, but I don't have the luxury of ice baths here or where I live in Chicago. So I try to maintain cold showers. And usually what I do is I get a workout in, hit the sauna for 20, 30 minutes, and then finish it off with a cold shower. So one of the things that you may have heard with cold therapy and ice baths is its ability to break down fat. So with cold showers, that doesn't seem to be the case because you're not in a cold enough temperature to promote that metabolic change to where you're burning fat in a sense because for you to burn fat, you have to almost trick your body to feel as it is almost freezing, right? Your body thinks it's freezing to death so it starts to burn that fat for energy because it's freaking out. Cold showers don't really get to you, get you to that, to that stage because it's just not cold enough and you're not in there long enough. 
a fun fact about cold showers is your body has a lot more cold receptors than you could say heat receptors on, on its skin. So that's why when you go into a cold shower, cold water, it's almost like a, like a shock, like a jolt because there's more receptors. So it's almost like your body gets hit harder in cold therapy than it does when you're going to like a warm pool or a, a hot tub or, or a jacuzzi. It's almost like that shock value is more intense with the cold than the heat. But what is true about cold showers is that it promotes cardiovascular health, promotes immune response, alleviates pain and inflammation, and also has some mental benefits to it as well. So with cardiovascular health, think of the vasoconstriction that, that goes on. So you're going from vasodilation, vasoconstriction, and over time your body gets more efficient in those changes and responses. Also, when you first step into the cold shower, your heart rate actually increases, blood pressure actually increases because it's almost like your body gets shocked and it freaks out. So it pushes more blood to your heart, more blood to your brain, and your cardiac output goes up for a little bit. So it's almost like you're priming that cardiovascular system. With the immune health, it does increase WBCs, natural killer cells, because of the same concept. Your body gets shocked in the beginning and your body freaks out. So what does it do? It ramps up its immune system. It makes more of those more of those, those cells because it's undergoing some kind of a shock, some, something scary going on. And with the alleviating pain and inflammation, same reason why ice packs and cold packs are used for muscle strains, pain, all that kind of, kind of stuff. Because when you put that on there, it drops the inflammation, right? So there's less stuff going on. So there's less pain going on in that, in that area. That vasoconstriction of the area tells the body to kind of relax. That inflammation goes down. But keep in mind that if you're trying to promote hypertrophy, which means you want to make your muscles bigger, you might not want to hit the ice bath. Cold showers aren't too bad because they don't last as long. They're not as cold. But if you're going for hypertrophy, I would maybe skip the ice bath. That's what a lot of people told me at the gym in San Diego, those, those athletes, is that if you want to reduce hypertrophy, skip the ice bath or do it later on during the day or at night. So if you're working out in the morning and you're trying to build muscle, do your ice bath at night maybe a little bit bef before bed or when you're winding down because like I said, inflammation goes down. And for hypertrophy, you want inflammation. You want that bloody being pulled there because you're much muscles to grow. So this might actually stop the growth of muscles to like a, a certain extent. But the main benefit that I think cold showers bring is the mental acuity that that gets brought on with it so like i said in the beginning you get this little shock you get, you get the shock your cardiac output goes up blood gets pushed to your heart your brain and with that influx of more blood to, to the brain it pushes in some dopamine endorphins all those few good chemicals and that's why you might feel a little bit more alert more a little bit like ready to go you just feel a little bit better and some of the research that I looked at is that cold showers, along with other therapies, medication, things like that, cold showers had somewhat an effect uh, on, on psychosis. Something about that initial shock with the cold, it's almost like electroshock therapy that they used to use for depression, schizophrenia back in the day where it shocks your brain. So this cold shower is almost like a mini shock without those adverse effects, you could say, or risk of throwing you into a different mental problem. So this little shock is almost like a quick little reset or are thinking this little shock increases a threshold for you to have those psychotic episodes or 
that threshold goes a little bit higher for you to maybe produce that schizophrenia effect or those mental issues. So for some reason, there, they, there's like a small link to it that cold showers might help with schizophrenia or psychosis is by giving that, that little shock and almost resetting something in your brain and also increasing that threshold. So it's going to take you a little bit more stress, you could say, to go into that psychosis. Depression, on the other hand, there has been sh some research that's showing that cold showers do have some implication on the prevention or decrease of of depression. So with that being said, the idea that I mentioned before, the idea that pushing more blood to your brain is also pushing endorphins, dopamine, pushing more neurotransmitters to your brain, which then they're thinking that it plays a role in, in depression and pre preventing it. And plus, when you get that shock influx of blood, you just natural feel but if you haven't taken a cold shower when you step in you get this shock and it's almost like you're freaking out you're freaking out you're freaking out and the whole time you'll be freaking out for those 5 10 15 minutes while you're in that cold shower but when you step out you just feel like a different human being you're feeling like something just changed a little bit it's almost like you're more wired more ready to go it's not to the effect of let's just say Adderall or those kind of medications but you're going to see and feel like a little bit of a mental edge like huh like damn this feels good it sucked but the fact that it sucked i just feel more awake now for some reason and those are the main things i wanted to point out with the sauna and cold showers i highly recommend them you should try it of course do your baby steps maybe do the sauna for 15 minutes just push through it and then once you finish that sauna pop go to that cold shower do like five ten minutes and you might feel a little bit of a difference something about just getting through the this sucks part just makes you feel better in general and it does translate to to life because if you're in school you don't want to do the homework if you're at work you don't want to go to work you don't want to do the laundry you don't want to clean your room you don't want to do this you don't want to do that and you always force yourself to do things and you always have to like battle your lazy self or your or your weak self and somehow the struggle that you encompass in the in the sauna and the cold shower it translates over where it's just a little bit easier to, uh, to do certain things. One thing I want to point out before I end this show is the concept of hormesis. So this is the exposure to a stress or a toxin at small amounts for its positive and beneficial response. So this idea is that if you expose yourself to a small amount of stress or small amount of toxin, you'll be more resilient to that toxin. So with the stress, if you put yourself in a little bit of a stress situation, it increases that the, the threshold of where you feel that stress and it makes things just a little bit easier. And in the physiological sense, a lot of times the way people maybe try to get rid of allergies or maybe decrease the allergy response, like for example, peanuts, they slowly introduce peanuts to their system a little bit by little bit. And sometimes that works in curing peanut allergies or nut allergies by slowly getting your body accustomed to the peanut to whatever the peanut has or a nut has to cause that allergic response same thing with stress you slowly expose yourself to small stressors and over time those stressors aren't as bad as they initially were all right guys thank you so much for your time thank you for being here with me hope you got a good insight on some of the hidden benefits of the sauna and of cold showers and why I do them and how I found them beneficial. See you guys next Friday. Thank you so much.